this is the thing that's going through my head is will I look back at this phase and be proud of what I did? I enjoy working. I, I love what I do. It's not a burden for me. I am, uh, I think, you're going to be able to relate to this, is that I'm kind of funny beasts, you know? We're, we're, we're kind of like, you know the saying, and forgive me for my language, but the saying is happy as a pig in, you know what? Yeah. Um, that's kind of an entrepreneur. If you take if you take an entrepreneur and it's like, I kind of like a crisis. I know it sounds a little bit sick if you want to kind of like us, but if you look at an entrepreneur, we're kind of happiest when we're in, when we're in shit a little. And what I mean by shit is like while, when we're creating, when we've got challenges to solve, if you take us, if you take an entrepreneur most of the times and you put them in a beautiful meadow, the sun's shining, there's a beautiful brook, life is just like, we're kind of miserable. We're like, you know, there's no Like So we're happiest when we are having to hustle at times, having to do the thing. And I recently went to a, a conference. It's, um, it's, I think it's Gene Kelly, the guy from Kiss, you know, the, the, uh, the, the famous band. And, you know, the guy, they all, they all painted in white with a long tongue and whatever. But famous rock band. And if you're in America, yeah, you'll... And, uh, and, and, and it was an entrepreneurial into a conference. And he said something from stage that really struck me. He said that... Uh, as he's growing, he's much older than I said. He said, every day is a work day. Like, every day is a work day. Like, it's like, it's not because you have to. I mean, obviously, you've made so much money now, and, you know, it's, they're not working for money. It's every day is a work day. And, um, you know, one of my mentors, you had, you, you listened to the other day, Jane, one of my mentors, Jane Johnson. Yeah. She's in the, she's, she's um, in the latter, you know, a little bit older, if you will. And, um, and she always says, you know, she works every day. She works seven days a week. Not because she has to. Like, she's completely financially sound. There's not like a, you know, she's worked with Robert Kiyosaki and people like that for years. And she's, you know, the kids are growing up. And she says, I, I work seven days a week. No, like, because I, I enjoy it. Like, I like it, you know. So I think, I think there's this um, idea that, and the statistics are actually, that do you know that um, entrepreneurs, dead or heart attack within like it's something like within two years of retiring your top CEOs of companies, like the top, top, top CEOs, the most half-line CEOs on the planet, the statistic is like dead or heart attack within like two years of retiring. Um, and uh, more than likely, if you're listening to this, you've come to Tom's world through something to do with health, wellness, chiropractic, and, um, and, and there's a concept called U-stress, right? U-stress, which is like a certain level of stress that we need you know we're like to to survive like we have to have the stress to be better and and the analogy is like you know uh, um, a uh, silkworm becoming a becoming a uh, a butterfly whatever it is or uh, within a cocoon if you if you take that cocoon and you see it if you see it struggling to get out of that cocoon it's like struggling it's looking like it's struggling it's like it's it's a battle to get out of that cocoon and eventually become butterfly if you help that 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 silkworm and cut the, the cocoon it and and prevent the struggle the, the the actual the earthworm dies and doesn't become a butterfly so it quite literally needs the struggle to become the butterfly and i think we're the same as entrepreneurs and human beings in some way
so true. And I think Sarah and I were talking about this, like business had been really pretty good, but since mm. COVID things happened, the excitement's just come back and I, I'm mm. thriving on that. And interesting you say about the heart attacks when people retire. I remember hearing Les Brown say a while ago that the majority of heart attacks uh, in America happen on a Monday morning. Because literally people are dying to go to work to jobs that they hate. Oh, got it. The shift in the climate right now in terms of people are going to get laid off in this. And, you know, what? actually that breeds a huge amount of opportunity for a lot of people. Um, so maybe we could just talk a little bit about some of the opportunities that might be out there now when this is happening. And, you know, with so much uncertainty, yeah, people do to be to keep certain and stay focused or really dig into what, you know, they should be doing. Cool. I think um, I'll probably take it a, a, a one step back from it. And, uh, you know, there's a phrase that I, you've heard me say it many times, Tom, and it's, I've, it's been said to me many times, but the problem is never the problem. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, um, I know that the, what I'm going to say now even is going to, it's going to, it may even rile a little bit of feathers, especially in the self-employed world. Is like, you know, I see so many people crying now that are self-employed, you know, crying and it's like so unfair. And it's like, and, and, and you know, I'm actually busy writing an article right now on it. I really want to the problem. You know, if we, how many, let's be honest, how many times have, I, have any of us been told that you should never have one form of income? How many times have all, all of us been told that, you know, being self-employed is like, you know, it's dangerous, you know? How many times have we all told that, you know, the problem is not the problem. And, um, and, and we were just talking about this before the, 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 the podcast is, you know, great times, great times, every great times breathe complacently. And they, you know, the saying is true, you know, a rising tide raises all ships. And it's only when the tide goes out and it always goes out. We've had, we've had many years now since 2008 of basically a bull market and the best of times the lowest unemployment rate in the united kingdom we've ever had in the history of mankind just about in the u.s it's the same lowest unemployment we've ever had in the history of mankind um so that comes that's great but all things that go up must also come down and 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 everyone acts as if the shit is never going to hit the fan and um, and I think so. That's a fir- the first thing I'd say is that the problem is not the problem. Is all the ch- and I think actually we are definitely going into recession. But this is probably going to be a cheap lesson. What about what I mean by cheap lesson is I think I don't know, but I I think that I mean many businesses are not. Some, I read something this morning. I said they think that over forty percent of the businesses will not make it through the next year, and uh, small businesses. And, and but I do think we, we may actually end up with a scenario where we enter into like the roaring twenty like the roaring twenties after the Great Depression. I think we that might be fast tracked, and we may get through this quite quickly actually. But then we have a, another roaring period. But I really hope that everyone listens remembers this pain, because the it's going to happen again. It's yeah. it's going to happen again. And now that governments and people like that know they can shut down a whole country, etc., because it's going to happen. It's gonna the potential to shut down whole countries and start out and, and shop and stop commerce again is gonna be more likely. So if you're self-employed, like listen to this from the perspective of it's not that I'm not listen, I've had to close my eight practices too. But I've got other forms of income coming in right now, and in a lot of ways my life doesn't change. 
in fact, to one of my businesses, April's a record. Mm -hmm. It's a record. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I will make more money in one of my businesses in April than the average salaries in most countries. Like that's, you know, from just one source and then other sources coming in. So when I've been saying that for years, it hasn't been from a perspective of, yes, we make great money as self-employed people, et cetera. But remember it's coming. Like the, you know, we always say, we always, we always say, you know, um, you know, everyone looks like they've got swimming trunks on when the tide is up on the, at the beach. But when the, when the tide goes out, you see who's naked. <laughs> so, so, so that's, that's what we're going through now. So the lesson, I guess what I'd like to get across to people right now is take this as a cheap lesson. Because I think actually we'll be all be fine. I do think that, you know, gov uh, governments are going to prop us up for a little while, but it, there's going to be a lot of businesses that have a tough time now. But there's a, we're, we're living in a different age. There's the internet. There is probably more money than people have ever had in their entire life. Banks have money, etc. Access to finance is going to be better than it's ever been. I mean, right now you can walk into the bank just about. I think actually today they're coming out with um, with an announcement that uh, they announced that you can have a 12-month interest-free loan. But banks, uh, what banks actually initially said was it's only if you don't qualify for the other loans. Today, uh, our chancellor here in the United Kingdom is going to come out with something saying, that that's for, you can just walk into a bank now and you don't, even if you qualify for their normal loans, that you can get the interest-free loan, I think. So I don't, I'm, I'm, the announcement hasn't happened, but if that is true, that you can walk into a bank right now and you can get a 12-month interest-free loan, like what is everyone crying about? If the, I mean, there's so many opportunities, access to funding is the best it's ever been. The, the precedence to do business online is the best it's ever been. And, and, and I'm empathetic to everyone that's lost the income but we live in an age where you've got the best opportunity in your life to create something new for yourself. And it's not about creating something new for yourself. You know, the best, 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 I've had so many people contact me about, Ryan, how do I start a coaching business? How do I start a property business? How do I start in this business? How do I start a business? Please, can you help me? And I always say, look, it's not that I think you should be doing it now. The best, best time to plant a tree is 10 years ago, right? Yeah. But, but so that now it's like just stabilize your business, Make sure the business is, is everything ready to go so that when you come out of this is stronger. And yes, I do think you should pivot with them in the moment on the place. That we, and I do have, I've got one, my thought process on it is we're going into an era where I think the single most dangerous word is going to be the word entitlement. Uh, and I'll break that down for you. We've, we've had 12 years or whatever it is of extreme entitlement. Like, believe me, you know, if you're an employer, yeah, you understand that you know employees wouldn't even realize it, but it's just part of the times. It's it's you know you can have anything you want. So I think as a as a, as a business owner, the following word is the most dangerous word you could possibly or variations of this, and it is I um, I shouldn't have to I didn't need to I what got me here but I didn't have to do that to get me here. I never used to have to do that or variations of the phrase, I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to go call every single person in the diary. Yeah, well, you didn't have to, but now you do have to. Um, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't need to do that to get to where I am now. Yep, you're right, you didn't, but now you do. Oh, I didn't know, I didn't need to know how to generate new patients from online strategies, etc. Yep, you didn't need to in the best economy of, in the history of mankind, but now you do. So the variations of that phrase, I shouldn't have to ism, is a plague that's going to that's going to destroy businesses coming out any sense of entitlement 
from that perspective. And one of the things I've been teaching a lot about is uh, reverse customer loyalty to that point is like, what are you doing for your customers to show your loyalty? What are you like any, any sense of entitlement when it comes to business right now, is going to be really punished. And then from an employer's perspective, I think the following phrase is going to have a lot of people in trouble, if you will. And that is um, the phrase, that's not my job. Yeah. Like, like for the first time in a long time, employees are exactly the same page as the employer. And that is, it's a fight. Like there is no, like there, whatever it takes to keep the business afloat. Um, and, um, and it comes down to core values in your business, which I hope you have. If you don't, Tom can help you with that. He's, he's a master at that. You are, you have, you are, one of the things that I think you're really skilled at Tom is helping people with their own personal congruency and core values as well as, and then it starts there and then it goes into their business. So if you listen to this, you should get all time to help you with that. But if you don't have core values in your business, right now, the only reason that we've done a record in April for one of my businesses is because we just leaned on my core values. And one of my core values in the business is stay at 100% and over deliver. So the whole team was like, yep, we're all in. Whatever it takes, bro, the whole team. So, so if, but the problem's not the problem. If you went into the crisis of our core values, it would have been a tougher time for you because you wouldn't have had things to lean on. Core values are a nice fancy thing to have on the wall in good times, but it's in bad times when you freaking need them. And because times have been so good, it was like, oh, this core values thing, oh, it's a nicety. Well, now it's not such a nicety because it's the only reason that we are still rocking as a business is because I've been able to go, yep, we, we're going to lean on the core values because in times of struggle, you need something around you to protect you from yourself. And that is your core values. And if I go one step further back, it's to give you context, every great society, organization, or team has a set of core values. We have the 10 commandments. We have the declaration of independence. Every great team, society, or well-functioning group has a set of rules to stick by. And it's not like the owner uh, imposing rules. It's, it's the team having a set of rules to protect themselves from themselves. So um, that's been super helpful for me now. But that's my, my take on it. My take is we, we're going into an era where if you're a business owner and you think any sense of entitlement, and if you're an employee and you think that's not my job, you're in trouble. I love it. So it's, it's the people who, who really have, you know, want to do something are going to get through this. I love something you've always said to me before, is, you know, done is better than perfect. And I think now is, it doesn't represent that any more than now. Um, and it's really nice because I think we're going to go into an era where this, this polished professionalism is done. Like, I, I really do think we're going to come into an area now which is really, it is entrepreneur-led, but it's also just human being-led. It's, it's people-to-people -people <laughs> connection. Although it's happening through more and more now the means of, like, what we're doing here, the webinars and, and mm. online, uh, I still think there's going to be a real element of, of people seeing through that and connecting with other people. What, um, what do you think people can do to, to help themselves be productive in, in, in this time? Maybe Because a lot of people are, I see, I see a lot of people being very productive and, and, and getting to work, which is fantastic. And just like you said, when people turn around and say, well, it's not my job. Um, well, then they're, they're not going to succeed through it. Um, and like you say, the, the, the market has changed. Mm. Listening to this now and going, okay, now I understand that I have to do something. The market has changed. Mm. Um, where do they start? What, can they, what is in their control? What can they, they be doing to move towards creating something or, or sustaining whatever they're doing? 
Yeah, okay, the first thing is, um, it's a kind of twofold thing. Number one is environment is stronger than willpower. And um, if you rely too much heavily on yourself right now, and it's, you know, I want to put this on you now, but it's even like a, a, a Christian analogy in that, you know, we are, we are strong in our weakness when we, when we, it's, you know, when we are rely on a higher power in this case, uh, if you, if you're Christian, Jesus, and that, you know, you're leaning on something else other than your own, relying on your own power. But from a community perspective, you're, it's, there's a book written um, called The Crash Course. And it's about times like this and how to survive them. And it, it specifically says your community is your single big, biggest asset right now. Because uh, you're either going to look around people who are all trying to go to a different place in their lives, or you're going to watch the news. And boy, you watch that news, you're going to feel like Armageddon is happening around you. Yeah. So, so you kind of want to create an environment around. So number one is your community. And then within that, if you're in the right community, in the right coaching group, I'm, I'm, watching, I'm watching successful people carefully now. Here's what the successful people are doing. They're doubling down on coaching. Like, uh, you know what? Like for me, so those who don't know this, first of all, a coach without a coach is not a coach. The first thing I ever ask any very successful person stage is who are your mentors? And you'd be like, Greg, do they all have mentors? Of course they have mentors. I recently toured with Robert Kiyosaki. Robert has coaches, many coaches. He spends like many, many, many thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on coaching himself. And it might be emotional coaches, et cetera. So a coach without a coach, not a coach. But I would say, first of all, um, like even one of my one-on-one mentors who I only really spoke to once a month, I'm speaking to her once a week now. Because environment, there's a couple of your immediate environment. And then there's like the, the world environment. And that's pretty strong force right now. So I've got to do more work on me, on me, so I can better handle that because that's not going away. And then I'm doubling down on some of my, if you will, my coaching groups that I'm involved in. And then I'm passing it on to my coaching group and we're doing a call every single day and we've got one-on-one stuff and we're just upping the game. So again, that comes into the, I you same for my business. I used to be able to do what I was, used to do and grow my business, but it's different times. So I have to adapt and I'm like, cool, we're doing a call every day. Cool, we're adding this. Cool, we're adding extra. So any sense of entitlement that you were able to just do what you did prior to this is going to end you up in trouble. It's not business as usual. It's different times. Okay, so what can they do? Number one, community. Number two, breathe. Ah, breathe because um, envir- uh, when 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 uh, when stress goes up, intelligence goes down. When emotion goes up, intelligence goes down. So you want to be careful now because there's a lot of emotion flying around. Uh, I, I did a I did a video to my inner circle group on this. Wherever you've got the gift of being able to give yourself an extra night to sleep on it, or an extra person to run it by, or um, something like that i think you should just the speed's important now but if it's a if it's irrelevant whether you pull the trigger at 8 p.m tonight or or tomorrow morning give yourself the extra night you know so so breathe give yourself the extra night and then um i I think i'll just say that um there's never been tom i there's this is a big statement i think that Many of us will never, ever in our lifetimes experience what we're experiencing right now, ever for the history of mankind. And um, and, and 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 if you look back at, uh, again, I'm, I'm I'm monitoring the successful people. 
And there's a whole bunch of people seeing this as a paid holiday. And I'm like, oh, you're in trouble because the government's propping this up, this thing up for three months. And then they're putting the, they're going to pull the, they're going to pull the blanket and no one's going to have jobs to go to. And no one's going to have, so if you are one of those people right now that are furloughed or whatever it is now, at the very least, be working harder on yourself and be offering your businesses that you work for help because they're going to need it. It's not like every business is going to need it. So, so those are a couple of things I'd say work hard on you, very hard on yourself right now. If it's a new skill set you need, now's the time. If you need to learn how to do online marketing, we have time. If you're going to learn to do property, now's the time. If you, sorry, if you want to learn how to do stocks and trading, now's the time. So we're going to look back and go, oh, I don't have enough time. Really, you, most of us are going to have six weeks, six weeks to have learned a new skill set or something that's going to change. And I'll leave you with this. Not, well, not leave you with this, but this is the thing that's going through my head is will I look back at this phase and be proud of what I did? Like, I want you to ask yourself that question now. Like, am I gonna, it, it scares me. That, that phrase scares me. Will I look back at this phase right now and the temptation that's harder to work at home and the weather's starting to get nice and, you know, et cetera, and some of you on paid salaries at home, et cetera, watch and listen to this. Will you look back at this brief moment in history, potentially the only time in the history of mankind where you're going to have an unprecedented four weeks to learn a new skill, learn a new trade, go and done whatever, not do what the masses are doing, uh, do the opposite of the masses, as in double down and do extra, give extra value. Are you going to be able to look back at this time in history and go, I'm proud of the way I responded to that moment? Because oof, that, is, that scares me, that sentence. So true. Something I write every day is today is not repeated tomorrow. And it's, it's become so much more pertinent right now in this time, because we do have as much as we do have the time to double down and work. I do have now the time to sit on the sofa for an hour with my wife and, and converse, which was actually rare time before. Um, so it's nice to be able to have more time to do more stuff, but also more time to, to connect, uh, yeah. which is just which is superb. You know, it's interesting. I, I've realized that um, I, we playing a we go for a walk every day, my wife and I and two kids, and then we've been playing a game. You know, what what has we learned? Have, what have we learned from this time that we really like? And and one of the things that we learned, one of the things I learned is that a, it's like I can't still be productive at home. That's one of my lessons. Another one is um, is that you know we go for a walk every single day at about three thirty now at the moment, and um. I'm basically we're kind of having breakfast every day and i had this before i had this sense that i needed to jump uh, i do work a lot from home and i'm very free i'm not operational most of my businesses etc so i'm very blessed that's why i say my life hasn't changed much but i still have this urge to feel like i had to get into the office for instance uh, to connect and there are other ways to connect with my team and we've been so productive so for me it was like like you just said and like Nat and I, we've had, we haven't walked every single day for quite a while, you know? And this is like, all of a sudden I've got the time, but for me specifically, it's this, I've got the same amount of time. It's just the perception of it now. And I don't have anywhere else to run away to, if you will, to think like I have to be there. So that was been my lesson from it now is like, actually, uh, you know what? Like, it was all bullshit. I was telling myself, I can go for a walk every day. I can do this, if whatever. Yes, I'm still working my bum off. Don't believe me, like I'm, working uh, probably done be more productive in the last two weeks than i have in the last year but 
you understand the processes. I like what you said there is because it's it's really been a lesson in certain other areas too. Appreciate that. Ryan, you've been fantastic. I really, really appreciate the wisdom that you shared with our audience. I know they're going to get a lot from it. Um, can you tell them where they can currently get hold of you? Um, because I certainly give my accolades for you as a, as a coach and a mentor, and you are in several different areas. So um, if you could just maybe tell people where they can get hold of you, and then we'll, uh, we'll see. Yeah, cool. I'm, I have a YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel, and uh, um, they can subscribe to that. I'd really appreciate that. And then if you go to uh, my, my website called DC practicegrowth.com and I've got kind of quite a few free resources on there you know I'd always say to everyone just grab our free book the book is free you just you know you just uh, pay for the postage and the shipping and get it across to you that's always a nice place to start but yeah my YouTube channel go to my website and if you can grab one of the free resources and it helps you that would always be the first place I'd start um, if you enjoyed any of what we spoke about today uh, Ryan, have you got any passing words that you'd like to leave our audience with today? Yeah, I just think um, it's it would be it would be these are these are unprecedented times that require you to a become a better person and bigger person and surround yourself with bigger, better people and resources. So don't underestimate that. The environment is stronger than willpower. Double down on support wherever you can right now. Listening to, I want you to ask yourself that question is when you look back at this time, uh, would you be able to look back and say that you were proud of the achievements and potential life altering things you did in this time? That's what I'll leave you with. Hey, thanks for watching the video. I uh, hope you found it helpful. If you did find it helpful, you might want to grab one of our free books. This is exactly how we grew our practices. Eight practices, 10,000 new patients last year, $7 million worth of revenue, and the exact blueprint is in here. All the strategies we use to market our practices and bring those new patients is all in here, and it's completely free. All you gotta do is click on the link, and we, all you do is pay for shipping, and we'll send it to you and some extra resources. Click on the link, it's free. See you on the other side.